Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going through Proverbs 6, verses 1 through 3. So let's get it. My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, have given your pledge for a stranger, if you are snared in the words of your mouth, caught in the words of your mouth, then do this, my son, and save yourself, for you have come into the hand of your neighbor. Go hasten and plead urgently with your neighbor. And so when I'm interpreting this, it's basically talking about in those first two verses, giving a guarantee for someone else's loan. And when you do that, you can land yourself kind of in a pile of trash in a whole world of garbage, right? Like you might be snared in the words of your mouth, caught in the words of your mouth. You're in a sticky situation. So go humble yourself and plead urgently with your neighbor to be released from that loan. Now, when you sign contracts, you can't always do that in the world today, but seems like back in the day it was a bit more mm, loosey-goosey and like handshake deals type of vibes maybe there wasn't as much infrastructure to enforce these contracts so if your neighbor released you you would be released type of thing and i'm sure honestly the same thing can happen nowadays with contracts if the contracts allow for it right typically between a, a neighbor a colleague a friend as long as it's not a big banking institution they can just forgive your debt right so um, in this verse, I want to point out a couple things, really. The first thing is when you're in business with somebody and you're putting up a pledge for them, you're in a really risky position. And that's what this talks about. So there's a direct entrepreneurial application to these verses. I don't even have to kind of extrapolate from the text like I usually do and extrapolate those lessons. This is saying, if you take up pledge for a stranger, if you guarantee someone else's loan, you're in a sticky situation, try to get out of that situation as soon as possible because it sets you up to be snared in the words of your mouth, right? So something you committed to doing is going to come back and bite you in the butt because you're not really in control of that person's actions, but you're being held responsible for them, right? And the last time that happened in the Bible was when Jesus went to the cross. And I know we all want to be like Jesus, but not all of us want to die on a cross <laughs> and not all of us are ready to die on a cross. So, um, you know, it's just important to kind of keep that wisdom. But the part I liked the most was humble yourself and beg to be free of it. Go hasten and plead urgently with your neighbor because humility is really key to mm, being able to ask for anything and asking for help, asking for forgiveness, asking people of anything. Those are the things that kind of push us forward in life. Like when we can't ask for help, when we can't ask for forgiveness, when we can't say where we've gone wrong, humble ourselves and recognize where we need help, our progress is usually halted at that place where we're choosing not to ask, where we're choosing not to humble ourselves. So I really like that it's saying, go hasten and plead urgently with your neighbor, like plead with them, beg them, humble yourself and beg. Because if you do that, um, you'll get to the other side of it and you'll probably be forgiven. And if you're not forgiven, continue to beg, continue to act urgently 
with the intent of getting out of that situation. So that's kind of my just baseline interpretation of the text, the entrepreneurial application. Don't sign contracts or get into business with people where you have to carry their weight. So I think it's talking about you know, taking pledge for a stranger, giving a guarantee for someone else's loan is being a dangerous thing because you can't control that person's behavior, right? So if you get into business with them and you end up having to carry their weight because they can't stand on their own two feet and you're not prepared to do that, it can create bitterness, create uh, tumultuous times financially and just mentally and emotionally in your life. And so make sure that the contracts are fair and that every party involved should come from a position of strength so that nobody is left holding the bag. And I just think that's something I've learned with partnerships in the past year in general. Like if everybody's not coming from a position of strength and somebody's coming from a position of weakness, that's okay. But you got to know that you're going to have to carry that person a little bit like a lot of these coaching partnerships that are in the entrepreneurial space today the people who are being coached are coming more from a position of weakness they lack the knowledge they have the funds to pay the person for their services right so that's a bit of a position of strength but that whole relationship is the coach prying out knowledge and holding the person who is being coached accountable to growing in that skill and then applying it to their business, right? And that person is coming from a position of weakness in the sense that they lack knowledge. And for that reason, a lot of coaching clients are unsuccessful. And coaches need to know that going into the business. So you either need to have people coming from a position of strength or prepare yourself to deal with somebody coming from a position of weakness so that you're not left holding the bag and then they're just, you know, off scot-free taking as they usually do, right? So where has this shown up in my life? I would say it hasn't really. People have guaranteed loans for me, like with my car, I needed help and somebody guaranteed a loan for me and I feel obligated to make sure they're not left holding the bag. Slipped up once with being a little late on payment and it felt horrible just because I don't want to be this person that, you know, somebody's taking up pledge for me, not even a stranger, a friend, and um, I'm I ended up leaving them with the bag, right? Like that, that's a horrible way to just live your life. And I think Warren Buffett talks about this. Reputation takes 20 years to build, but five seconds to ruin. And that's a quick way to ruin your uh, reputation. Don't keep your obligations to people, right? So I'd say that's the only way it's shown up in my life. I haven't gotten into the business yet of signing loans for people when I'm more into the real estate space, more established in the real estate space and doing more deals as more like a key principal capital raiser. That's when I'll be guaranteeing loans for people, but that's some years down the road for sure. And where do I want this to show up in my life? Well, in real estate, I would love to guarantee loans from people, but make sure that people are coming from a position of strength and also that they're not strangers or neighbors, but that they're business partners. Like I'm not just doing this for any any old Joe off the street. Like we're both going to come from a position of strength in this and we're going to... um you know, I guarantee the loan, but they operate the deal and they have experience operating deals. And um, it's more of a value add to me that they operate the deal than it's a value add to them that I guarantee the loan, if that makes sense. So um, that's where I want to show up in my life. But I also want to help people get to that place of strength so that holding loans for people isn't catastrophic for them. And they all, they're also filtering. They're not just doing it for neighbors. They're not just doing it for strangers, but they're doing it with people who are also coming from a position of strength. But for the people who aren't and still need help, they turn around and help those people get to strength. And you can help people grow without guaranteeing loans for them. There are other ways that you can intertwine your life with them, intertwine business dealings with them, 
such that you're not on the same loan as them, but you're still helping them grow. And so I think that's the idea there. I want to help people get to that place of strength so that they can hold loans for other people, but also turn around and help other people get to a place of strength so that everybody's growing. Nobody is like having less than they need. And everybody knows how to be resourceful based on the relationships and the resources that they have. So how can you guys apply this to your life? I would say, hey, don't guarantee loans for people unless you're coming from a, a position of strength and they are as well. And then I would say, I feel like at the crux of this, it is let people stand on their own two feet while assisting them to do so. And so when you step in to guarantee a loan for somebody, it's because they couldn't guarantee that loan themselves. Are you letting them stand on their own two feet? Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. I think that's a very situational um, decision that needs to be made. But ultimately, don't try to stand people up for them. Don't try to stand people up before they're ready to stand up. Create the environment, cultivate the environment that will help them stand on their own two feet. Be there to assist them and support them. But the second you start trying to pick people up yourself, as opposed to creating an environment that incentivizes them to stand up, um, you're going to start to getting into some sticky situations and you're going to have to be begging, pleading to get out of those situations, just like we see in this text. So that's what we got for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.